Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Happy day 22 of the program. I am uh, coming to you from beautiful Whistler, Canada. I'm just going to give you a little show if you can see the mountains if you're watching on our Facebook page. Uh, so how was everyone's weekend? It was Mother's Day weekend. Of course, feels like a long weekend. Um, no doubt. Many of you found yourself indulging, maybe at a nice brunch, uh, maybe having a few bites of bits here and there. Just keep moving forward. I was just in the group uh, and so many people asking, should I go back and repeat steps if I didn't feel like I did the best that I possibly could? In fact, people are asking that in general, just with the last few weeks of the program as we enter week three. You have to keep it moving forward. Going back is just going to be confusing. It's messy. It's just, it's not good for, it's not good for you mentally. Your days count. It's all part of your journey. You're trying, it's like you got in your car, like I always said, and you're driving to Disneyland or whatever destination. You know, you're going to hit a roadblock. You don't go back home. You're going to hit a detour. You don't turn around and go back home. You may get a flat tire. You don't turn around and go back home. You may decide to sightsee along the way, and then you're just going to get back in your car and keep driving. You don't turn around and go back home. You may decide to visit relatives and, you know, have a nice dinner or maybe where you're indulging. You get back on the road and you keep driving forward. You don't go back. And the days that aren't perfect, there's a lot to learn from those days that will absolutely factor into your journey. For example, if you found yourself indulging on the weekend and you woke up today and you're like, oh, why do I keep doing that? And I don't want to do that. Ask yourself why you keep doing it. Ask yourself why you are making choices that you feel are bringing you joy or making you feel good or whatever reason you're doing them and recognize you don't want to feel like you felt today when you got on the scale. So that does, those choices aren't really working for you. Either embrace them and be like, I made them. That was worth it. Now I'm just going to keep moving forward, right? It's like, it's like you're driving to Disneyland and you decide to go sightseeing. So you get there maybe a couple of days later and you're like, oh my God, I wish we would have got here like two days ago when you were having a great time when you stopped and went sightseeing, you know? So the, what you aren't doing is going to factor in to your entire journey because you're going to learn a lot from having the thing. Let's say you indulge right in the moment. You're like, I want this. And then immediately you start to regret it. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to what's happening in your brain. Pay attention to your internal dialogue. Did you eat something that you just thought was going to give you joy because it's going to be so yummy and it's going to be like amazing and literally 30 seconds after you're done, start berating yourself. Why did I, why did I do that? Oh my God, I'm such a loser. I'm never going to live this weight. Okay, tomorrow I got to do this, got to do that. And then worse, you wake up the next day, you get on the scale and you're like, why isn't the scale moving? And why did I do that? And why did I do this? And then today I got to do that. And you just start your day and in this major funk all because of this choice that you 
thought was going to bring you joy the day before. Pay attention to that dialogue because throughout the program process, you're going to acquire the skills to, to, to choose again, choose differently when it comes to that di- dialogue. So when you get, for example, when you have that thing and you start to immediately go into the habit of berating yourself because our, a lot of our thoughts are, are, are tied to habit or issues and associations, right? So you have the thing, you immediately start to regret it. Then you stop and you say to yourself, you know what? I had it. I made the choice. Like I enjoyed it and it's not a big deal. And it's not going to stop me from reaching my goals. Maybe what I'm going to do is drink a little extra water tomorrow. I'll eat a little extra leafy greens, you know, whatever it is. When you get on the scale the next day, you're immediately like, oh my goodness, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Again, you know, you can still ask yourself why, and you'll get better in the moment. You'll, you'll get better. You have to be in tune. You can't just intuitively eat and be like, how am I going to feel if I eat this? Let me take a minute and ask myself if this is what I want. You will acquire the skills in order to do that. But if you're new to the program, it's still a little early for that. A lot of you are just trying to reconnect with yourselves, but you're going to strengthen that your mind-body connection, which is why I love this week because it's all about asking those four questions, which help you get in tune to how your body is responding. And and so so then you get on the scale the next day and you're upset. And this is where, you know, you're going to just keep going and moving forward. And then you're going to realize the scale is going to move anyway. And you're going to reach your goal anyway. You're still going to get there, even though it's not perfect. So this is an important lesson to learn throughout your journey, which is why you don't want to go back. You don't want to repeat steps. It's so easy. So if this is you today, and in hindsight, you're like, oh, I could have totally done better the last three weeks of the program, or oh, I could have done better this weekend. Hindsight is going to bite you in the ass every week. Every week, it's so easy to look back and be like, oh, I could have done better, especially if you are new to the program and we're implementing these new tweaks. We know that they're new to you. It's going to take you a few days. Like you may be asking the four questions and being like, this is dumb. This isn't working. I asked myself, how do I feel before my breakfast today? And I got nothing. Yeah, you might not get anything yet. This is what you have to keep practice. What you're doing by asking the four questions is you're practicing awareness. You're practicing practicing big in the moment. You're practicing asking yourself, how do I feel with this portion? How do I feel before I even eat it? Am I even hungry for it? You know, how is a portion if I was to even eat the whole thing? Do you know? And then when you start eating that second question, now that I've started to eat and how do I feel? Am I feeling any effects of eating? And what if I was to eat a few more bites? What if I was to stop now? If I was to stop now, man, I'd still be hungry. You know, bring awareness to that. When you stopped eating, how did you know you were done? So what happens to me when I'm eating, and I know it happened last night, it happened every night since I've been here in the restaurants because um, the food is good and I want to eat more of it. And so I get to a point where I'm eating my food and I will put down my utensils and I will sit back and I will take a deep breath. Whew. And then this is where I have to like gear up to go in for more. And I know now, If I go in for more, I am going to walk away feeling like I ate too much. And sometimes, you know, I can eat more before I have that feeling. And sometimes I can eat less before I have that feeling. But I always know, I always know when, if I eat more, I'm overeating because I always know exactly when I've had enough. And that feeling is very clear to me. Now, that's what I do. I sit back, put my utensils down, take a nice deep breath. Um, Your cues might be a little different. You might feel like a little 
whooshy or a little like, just like, oh, or you just may feel like the food is not appealing to you anymore. And you're going to get in tune with that. And then you want to ask the fourth quest, fourth set of questions, because it's really four main questions that are like subset of questions in there. Um, how do you feel 10, 15 minutes later? Once your body actually starts to process and digest your food, because it's, you eat food and then it can take you hours for your body to actually break down the food and store it as glycogen in order for you to utilize your food. So how do you feel 15 minutes later? This is why some of you will notice you eat in the moment to feel satisfied. You're like, okay, I feel satisfied. I feel like I'm done. And then 10, 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, I feel like I ate too much, right? So then you want to pay it attention to that. And then what are you going to do about that? Be mindful. So all of a sudden you're going to connect to maybe that feeling that you're feeling when you think you're satisfied is actually you eating a little bit too much, right? And then you're going to kind of be aware of that and maybe pull back a little bit, right? And then eat to where you actually, your new satisfaction in relation to how you feel 10, 15 minutes later. It's really interesting. Or you may, you may be eating what you feel satisfied, then walk away 10, 15 minutes later and still be hungry. And which you can go back for more if you want, or just recognize that, you know, once your body does process and digest the food, chances are it's enough. And then you have a next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. So that's the beauty also of how often we're eating. So it's really important this week to not skip any meals and snacks. All right, let's get into your questions. Uh, let's see where everyone is at. Hi, Vicki. How are you working on getting my food and water in today after about a flu. Oh no. Water was giving me terrible heartburn and nausea feeling better today. Yeah. So, you know, lots of colds and flus. Remember that those are, those, those are like their own tweaks. So as we move forward in the program, we're going to be making little tweaks to it. We're going to be switching up what we're doing and switching up the focus. And when you're sick, you have the body's attention already, right? When you're sick. So be sure to follow that sickness protocol. Uh, it may seem like you're not all that hungry. Don't worry if you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not eating. My body's going to feel need to store fat. There's a big difference between your body dipping in and utilizing your fat reserves when you're sick and you completely ignoring your hunger cues when you're fully functioning and not giving your body the food that it needs. Two totally different things. And if you've been doing the program for the last few weeks or you're a repeat, like Vicky, I know Vicky is back. Um, you've already addressed why your body's feeling you need to serve fat. So it's going to utilize and, and uh, take advantage of times like when you're sick to also release that fat at the same time. Because in that, your body's trying to make you healthy. And if your body's carrying excess fat, it's going to take that opportunity in order to. Anyway, I hope you feel better. I hope you feel better. Um, good. That's what I'm doing this morning. I had to talk to myself to get on my phone. Yeah. Recognize how you're showing up for yourself today. Like, did you indulge in the weekend and then you're just Miss Pissy Pants or Mr. Pissy Pants today about the whole thing because you're just like, ah, in fact, my weight is up. This isn't working. A lot of times people do that on Mondays. People come in, this isn't working. And I'm like, mm, it's a Monday. I wonder what you did on the weekend. Not that I'm like, you know, assuming, but I'm kind of assuming because I've been doing this for a really long time. I'm just looking, just noticed that there's antlers in there. I was like, I'm wearing it. Um, you know, so like, what kind of energy? Should, how do, so let's say you're, you're reflecting back in the last couple of weeks and you're like, man, like, cause a lot of people don't know what they're signing up for. If you're new to the program, a lot of people don't really, you, you get fooled because it's $75. You think, ah, what kind of program is this? $75. And then you come in here and you're like, holy shit balls. This thing's for real. It's a lot of information. There's a lot of support. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do because we want you to lose your weight finally and forever. We want this to be the last program you ever do. Um, and so some of you might got caught off guard on that. And then you might have been, there's a lot of feels that come into a, a diet. So you sign up for this thing, but you really want to lose the weight. You sign up for this thing. You heard it's cool, but man, it's a lot of work. It's taking you longer to kind of get into the groove. You got to learn the Facebook, go learn the app. You got to absorb the information. Ah, maybe I can't do this. What if I could 
do this. Maybe you think you can do it. And you're like, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of feels that come into maybe you not making the choices that you know you're capable of making. Right. Also, don't, don't forget about life. And so, you know, if you, if you're looking back in the last couple of weeks, you're like, Oh, I could have totally done that better. Start now. Start set. If you're not setting intentions, start setting intentions. If you're not doing end of day reflections, start end of day reflections. If you're not using our app, start using our app. You can sign up, put in your code and just skip ahead to where we're at. Do you know, like start now, like recognize that you're not all in. Maybe ask yourself why you're not all in. Talk about your why. Ask yourself, why are you here? Why did you sign up? Maybe that's, that's the motivator for you. Maybe if you've been losing weight for 20 years, you're using the same motivator that you've been using for 20 years. Maybe you're not all motivated by that, you know, really like really make your why tangible. Like it's not too late to dig in, to dive in. It's still so early in the program, right? So if you're reflecting back or you're showing up in a funk, be like, this is exciting for me. This is an amazing opportunity for me to reach my goals. I'm showing up. I'm doing this. Yeah. maybe it's hard. Maybe life is getting in the way, whatever, but I'm still here. Pat yourself on the back for still being. If you are here today on a Monday in week three, Pat yourself on the back and be really proud of yourself for showing up for three weeks. Even if you're a little hit and miss, you're here today or you're listening today. Do you know what I mean? That means something. So just take it day by day and every day, just be proud of the fact that you're showing up. You know, this is why just, just opening the app. And even if you're not perfect and logging what you need to log, just popping into the Facebook support group, watching the check-in video, even if the whole rest of the day you're off, it just means that you still, you're still got your foot in the door. You're still there. You're still working on it. You haven't forgotten about yourself. You're still, you're still in the car. You may be sitting in traffic, (laughs) right? but you're still in the car and you're still, you're still on your way. Hi, Fernanda. Good morning, everyone. Definitely struggling with this past weekend. Didn't eat all I should have and ate what I shouldn't. It was my first legal day, uh, legit day of self-sabotage. Yeah. You know, especially holidays that, you know, and like these types of Mother's Day, like, you know, it's great. I, I celebrated yesterday. I have two amazing women in my life. But, you know, a lot of people don't have their moms around. A lot of people are, you know, new moms and struggling. A lot of, a lot of women out there trying to be moms. It can come with a lot of feelings, even though, you know, Christmas time, the holiday time, whatever it is, it can be really celebratory for some people. And it can really carry a lot of um, issues and associations for other people. And this is where if you utilize food, that can be factoring. I'm not saying, Fernanda, that's what you're dealing with, but it can really factor into your journey. Uh, however, I had a great non-scale victory. I got a few new workout outfits and see that I'm already in between size down yesterday. Today's a new day. Uh, yesterday is past. And I already had a great morning with my water. Yeah, turn it around. You have the it's you are responsible for your thoughts. You can absolutely turn it around. Now it, it does take a little bit of work, does take a little bit of, of skill, and you do have to be in tune and you know aware of what you're doing in the first place for sure. Um, but also you're you're allowed to feel funky. You're allowed to feel down. You're allowed to feel your feels. I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong. They they try to be like, well, I can't feel like this, you know, or the, then they're saying there's something wrong with the way that you're feeling. There's nothing wrong with the way that you're feeling if you feel funky, but you can't let it stop you from doing the things that you need to do. So you have to be able to honor how you feel. Like you can hate this whole fucking program. You can hate me, the sound of my voice. You can hate the whole thing, but still show up and do what you need to do because it works. It works. Do you know what I mean? You can complain and put your hands on and complain about Gina. That is Gina's why she's so toxic fast. And she, her voice is up and down and whatever it is. But don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you from doing it. Make it work for you. 
make it work for you. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe get the book. If you don't, if you're trying to listen to me and listen to whatever, maybe get transcripts for, cause we also have transcripts available of the lives as well. So if you want any transcripts, you can actually read them, um, reach out to our admin team or through the website, get the transcripts, like make it work for you. Do you know what I mean? And find out what, find out what, move along. Can I just say, trust the process? Had weird eating with the colonoscopy last week, weekend, Mother's Day, et cetera. And I still had a lowest low yesterday and this morning. Yes, the force is real. This is why also like what you're going to encounter is, is so many examples here, like Tracy's where I ate all the stuff on the weekend and my weight is down today. And people will be like, why is my weight down today? Like if my weight should be way up today, you know, uh, no, first of all, if you didn't indulge, probably it would have been down a little bit lower, but what you're doing day in, day out like that, it's, it's your body. It's giving your body what it needs, your body realizing it doesn't need the fat and then stepping up and following through on releasing that fat. Weight loss is based on momentum. It's not based on what you had the day before. So this way, a lot of times you can indulge in the thing. This is why if you have something that's offered, a few bites of bits, don't let it ruin your whole day. Still try to follow the best that you possibly can. Still, even if it's just get your water in because your whole day has gone to shits, you know, it makes a difference. Those little things that you're doing, because ultimately at the end of the day, your body doesn't want the fat any more than you do. So it really wants it gone. So even when you're kind of slowing it down by, you know, sidetracking it, or challenging it by having this or having that or doing this or doing that or not doing this or not doing that, it still wants to follow through and release that fat. So you'll be really surprised how the little tiny things that you're doing are adding up, you know? Ready to throw the scale in uh, the Chiulikil River. Sorry, I butchered that. <laughs> Should I know that? <laughs> Up 1.3 this week from a ton of work stress. And unfortunately, I can't shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. So remember also, your weight can be up because it's on the way down, right? Remember, it can be up because it's on the way down as well. So if you've been stressing and you've been eating, it definitely should be up a lot higher than 1.3. Also remember that your weight can simultaneously be up and also on the way down at the same time. Also have conversations with yourself. Why am I so pissed at a piece of metal that I'm stepping on that only I know the number two, right? Like that's a real opportunity to learn from that. I'm doing my best. I am still, I'm still here after the most stressful last couple of weeks, after this, after that, I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth. That's the focus. Do you know what I mean? And that's where you have the opportunity to choose what you're focused on. You can be disappointed in this scale. Absolutely. You can have feels when you throw it out in this freaking thing and ah, clearly have issues with it. Do you know what I mean? But it's also an opportunity to work through those as well. Oh, you're like, fuck you, Gina. <laughs> I need to have a day and throw it out the window and then go grab it again tomorrow. Starting my Monday with Gina just feels so positive and inspiring. Oh, hi, Yolanda. Hello. I want to break out in song. I believe I can fly. All of you guys break it. You guys have, that's the theme today. We have dip. We have <laughs> shake it off, shake it off. And then we have, I believe I can fly. After four sessions, I have all the knowledge, but I still love listening to Gina. I love you too. I love you too, Yolanda. I love it. You know, and, and that's, it's, you know, we were talking about that because Ruth's here. We're having a lot of amazing conversations with Ruth because Ruth runs all the focus groups. Man, she's done so... I can't even believe that woman. I'm just so excited to talk to her. Um, so many focus groups um, that she's done. And she's talking about how such a big part of the community is. And, and me, 
But it's not really, I really, if you talk to me, I'm like, it's not me. Do you know what I mean? I think it's the routine and you're, you showed up. Like, for example, Yolanda, a lot of people showed up in a really pissy, funky mindset today. Do you know what I mean? That's not me. I'm not taking ownership of that, you know? No, you know, either. But it's like you showing up for yourself and it feels good to feel good. And it feels good to know that you're taking care of yourself, even if you can't do it in the way that you want, even if it's not perfect. And if you focus on that, you're just, you'll be surprised how it just turns around your whole mood. Puts you in a whole different mindset. You are absolutely responsible of your mindset. He says, right now, if you're a little disconnected and you're a new member, you may be struggling with that, but good. At least you're recognizing, like recognizing the mindset that you're showing up is amazing. I'm kind of the opposite. Hi, Dave. I killed it last week. Now I'm struggling to figure out how I can do it consistently. Yeah. It's the little things. Sometimes we're looking at big sweeping changes, right? It's the little things. So, uh, I, what I would do is go through that maximizing post, start there. And I would analyze everything that you're doing and ask yourself, am I doing what I did before? Am I doing what I'm used to doing? Or am I doing what I need to do now for where I am at? Right. That it's a totally different season, like actual season outside season. It's actually a different season of your life as well. We go through different seasons. So that's where I would look at, right? What, what has changed from that to this? And maybe that's where you were like, you know, it could be portions, right? You're into the portions that you were having come into this with them a little bit smaller. And now you're struggling because maybe they're a little bit bigger. You know, maybe you added a new routine and you know, your stress levels a little higher. You're not adjusting to that. Like maybe the, the tools that you were using to manage last program, you need to, you need new tools in your toolbox, this program, right? So what tools do you need? What things do you, what does this body, what does this Dave need coming into this program and this process, you know, and it's little things, or maybe you just feel like everything is chaotic everywhere else. So you feel like it's kind of like, you know, filtering into what you're doing here. So maybe double down on setting those intentions and the day reflections, make a list, you know, maybe make a checklist, maybe level up. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you're saying to yourself, I need to level things up here. Maybe what I was doing before ain't quite, quite cutting it. Maybe I need more, you know, or maybe you need less because you just don't have the same capacity that you had last time. You know, this is just kind of figuring out what do you need? Why are you struggling? You tell me, <laughs> or you tell you, right? That's where you're turning up that internal dialogue and figuring it out. A lot of times people just don't want to go there. They don't want to, they don't want to take the time, right? To really be in the moment. That's why I love the four questions. It, the four questions make you make the time. To, to listen, to be aware to what's going on, right? And a lot of times we don't want to have those conversations. We just want it to come to us or to figure it out, or we should already know it. Why don't I know it? Without actually just like taking a few minutes, maybe doing some deep breathing exercises, right? Just kind of being in the moment, you know, and kind of sitting there and being like, how can I do it? What am I missing? What do I need here? It could be this, this most simple thing. Um... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Well, on day one of four questions, I already forgot to ask them at breakfast. Better luck with the fruit snack in the morning. Yeah, so it's so what we want, like, you're going to get so tired of asking these four questions. You're going to be like, ah, but what's going to happen? And you've heard me talk up to this point about how your body should tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat, right? That should be second nature. You, you, you should just eat when you're hungry, drink when you're thirsty, sleep when you're tired. You shouldn't have to ask. You shouldn't have to. I don't have to ask four questions every time I eat my portions. I already know that's way too much. That's not going to be enough. Like I'm already full. I'm done. I, I, I already know. I do not have to ask myself even to the point where if I am hungry, I will go into my kitchen, open my fridge and very quickly. Do I want proteins, carbs, fats? Do I want this? Do I want that? It's good. It's so automatic. I know exactly what I want. I will sit there and be like, Hmm, what do I want? I know what I want um, because I'm so in tune and your body is so smart and it will communicate with you, right? It's just a matter of practicing those four questions. So it's going to be, we want you to practice so often it comes sec, like second nature. You don't even have to ask them. Um, but set alarms. This is why the living method app is really great for that too. If you set alarm, maybe it's not timers to eat. It's timers to, to remind yourself to ask the four questions. It's definitely work to take time to be in the moment, right? And ask yourself how you're feeling. The, the reality is that should already be second nature. You already know, but we become so disconnected that we don't know. And so that's going to put us back into Practice, practice, practice. Morning, uh, you always talk about goals. How do we set a goal? How do I know what my proper weight should be? Should I base my goal on a healthy BMI? So we have a, we've already put out a post on this, um, talking about goal weight, I believe. Um, so here's the thing I wanted that occurred to me, um, when people are skipping in the app. So, so you can skip ahead days. Let's say you have days where you're following the program, but you're not tracking in the app. The thing about skipping days is that you might also be, and I'm not saying you skip the information, but you might also be missing the information attached to those days. So if you are going to skip ahead on the app, remember that there's usually posts that we're posting that you're going to want to review, especially if you're a new member. So it's, you can skip ahead if you haven't been tracking or sets you, but you want to make sure you're taking time to read those posts. So if your goal weight, um, it's really individual. I think you're honestly, you're, I think you should, we just should toss actual goal weights out the window, honestly, but you, I know where you're trying to get to a destination. What is that destination? What you're going to realize we're gonna have lots of conversations about it's not a number it's a it's a feeling it's it's a it's a feeling i've worked with so many people for example whose goal was 140 and they got to 155 160 and they're like i'm good and i'm yeah you had a goal 140 like i feel amazing i feel great you're also going to notice that weight loss lost in this way hits differently it hits differently it looks different you can lose 20 pounds on this program and it's going to look like 40 pounds that you've lost on any other diet the way you lose it in layers the way you lose it in a way where your body can repair and rebuild and make you healthier it just it's just different. So a lot of times people will realize that they're done and be like, I think I'm done. And, but they didn't reach their goal. We actually talk about this in the maintenance group. We have people who are in the maintenance group who feel amazing and they were done losing, but they can't get this number out of their head, even though their clothes fit better now than they did when they were that number. And we have a lot of conversations about it. You should be listening to the maintenance conversations, by the way, you have access to those over on our podcast. If you're wondering what maintenance is all about the kind of conversations that we have. It's not that people are gaining 
or how try to keep their weight down. It's the feels. It's learning to trust, you know, that they're going to be able to maintain it and, and things like that. I feel amazing. We'll be like, well, do you, how do you feel? Amazing. You know, do you, like, I feel great. I've never felt better in my life. Are you happy with the way I'm happy with the weight I'm at? But then they're like, but I feel compelled that I should reach this stupid number I've been trying to get to for 20 years. So only you will know. Um, I'm not a big fan of BMI. I'm at the BC conference right now. People are talking about BMI because it's the only scientific measure that they have out there. BMI doesn't take into account like muscle mass and how healthy you are. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, unhealthy skinny people out there running, running around who maybe have a healthy BMI, but they're, they're not really healthy. And so, you know, BMI, it's not, it's not, there doesn't take a lot of factors in. So I wouldn't go by BMI. I also wouldn't go by any of those stupid charts, BMI, any of that. It's, it's how you feel. Um, your goal weight is how you feel. How do you feel confident and comfortable? It's also a mindset. Do you feel confident and comfortable? Like talk about the body positivity movement. Like if you, do you know what I mean? It's all about your mindset. If you feel confident and comfortable in your skin at 180 pounds, then you, that's, you, you feel great. You, that's where you, that's where you should be. You feel amazing and you're happy there, you know? Um, so, but, 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 but you want to, you want to measure. So when I work with my clients, I say that what is the least amount? One of the questions I will ask is what is the least amount, uh, you weighed? After the age of 21, that you were able to easily maintain. And I'm not talking when you're like, you know, smoking cigarettes and starting coke and <laughs> back at some of you back in the day when you were 21. Um, you know, not when you were super unhealthy. Um, when after the age of the lowest weight that you weighed after the age of 21, that you're able to easily maintain. That's a baseline. That would be like, that would be realistic. Now, some of you were like, well, I was smoking, you know, I was smoking, you know, cigarettes and whatever, hardly eating, whatever. I don't want to. So it doesn't matter. Even if that's what you were doing, it means that you're capable of getting back to that weight. So that's kind of a baseline. And then people will be like, well, I'm, I don't want, if I, if I, if I look like that, I'm going to be like, I'm going to look old and look wrinkly. No, you won't. You'll, you'll realize with this program, you'll just look like you and it's healthier. There's a massive difference between starving and depriving your weight off and, and losing it in a healthy way. It's just, it's a totally different. Um, but anyway, um, some of you are like, well, geez, I've, I've always had my weight issue. There's also no reason why you can't take your weight down lower than it, you've ever had it. The, the human body is not meant to carry a lot of excess fat unless you're, you know, uh, in an environment where you maybe would need that, but you really don't because we have heat and, you know, we don't, <laughs> we've evolved. Um, the human body's not meant to store a lot of fat. So there's no reason that you can't lose all the weight that you want to lose within reason, obviously, but the, the body, you shouldn't have any, you're not, you the body's meant to have physical, it's meant to carry a certain amount of fat, but not fat that would be visible. Right. Like some of you are like, I knew it. I'm never going to be able to lose my muffin top. You'll be able to lose your muffin top. It's just a matter of putting the time in long enough to allow the body. And because you lose it layers, for example, sometimes if you carry more in your tummy, people will be like, oh, I just I'm having a hard time getting this rid of the fat in my tummy. Like, no, you're not. You are losing it there. It's just that's where you primarily carry it. So it's going to take you a little bit longer for your body to to go there, depending on where you carry your weight. So so it's really individual. I don't know. I don't know, Roxanne, if I helped you at all. Um, how do I know a proper weight? for me. Whatever you feel happy and healthiest at, honestly, is it comfortable in your skin is a good weight for you. Um, just keep working towards your goal. Maybe your goal is completely not realistic, but it is also, but aim for it anyway, because chances are before you reach that unrealistic goal, you're going to get to a point where you feel amazing. You're like, I feel great. I look amazing. Feel great. And they'll be like, I'm done. You know what I mean? So it's okay to have an unrealistic goal as long as you, you know, pay attention to when you get to the place where you, you, you feel good. 
as this happens. Like, why am I chasing this number? Right. And, and that you would know that because you won't be as diligent showing up and you've just been kind of, yeah. And you just kind of went because you're already there. You're already there. And, but it's also really normal. Most people who do the program actually underestimate their goal weight. And so many times they'll hit their goal weight and realize, Oh, shoot, I want to go for more, right? Because they, they underestimate actually being able to achieve their goal. So it happens all the time. Or if you, and, and if you pick the number, you can change it. That's the thing too. If you pick a number, uh, you, you, you can, you can change it. You can change it. Hi, Marion. Good morning. Spoke to a coworker who reminded me to be more mindful about how much I eat and when to stop. She is not even on the program, but she listened to me talk about you, has read the book, um, has lost 15 pounds and gets it immediately. She thanked me for encouraging her to uh, live the Gina way. I, I hope now I get it too. <laughs> Fresh eyes. Hey, listen, for so many reasons, you can be so disconnected from yourself. Survival, past trauma. Do you know what I mean? For so many reasons, um, people just... And the thing is, when you disconnect in one way, you disconnect in all of the ways. Especially, you know, if you disconnect from relationships, you know what I mean? You disconnect from whatever you're disconnecting from in your life. You disconnect from everything. You're, you're, you're in tune to everything. So when you disconnect, you just disconnect. And so it can be a lot harder for some people. They can have less weight to lose. It's not a matter of how much weight you have to lose either. They can have less weight to lose and just be completely disconnected and, you know, just have ignored themselves for so long and not paid attention. It's going to take a little bit more time practicing. Everybody is born with this. This is kids. Kids are, you know what I mean? We talk about kids being selfish. Yeah, they're selfish. They're also just in tune to their own needs. They what they know what makes them happy, what doesn't. They know what they need and what they don't need. Like kids are just you're born with it. And then as we start to prioritize other people and other things and you know what I mean, make a start to build associations and uh and, and issues to things, we start to disconnect. We actually start as a young age. You know what I mean? When it comes to food, for example, when you're, when you're, you, you know, your caregiver, your parents, whoever say to you, eat everything on your plate, right? Eat everything on your plate. And yet you're, you're full. You're young. You're a kid. You're full. And yet your parents are saying, eat everything on, you're going to sit there to eat everything on your plate. So what are you learning? You're learning to, to ignore your body's cues and eat past to when you're full. Right. So that's, you just do that. And then you keep doing that. That's just what you keep doing, you know, um, or I'm hungry. I can have a snack. Well, you can wait. Dinner's in three hours. Right. So you can wait. So then you're told to, you're told to ignore your kids. Do you know, do you ever know those people? Um, usually they're younger, but they can eat anything. And they're like, just never gain weight. Um, this is also a lot of, you know, like I, I'm going to say, I'm just, uh, you know, um, kids who are younger, they just eat all the time. And they never gain weight because they eat all the time. They literally, every time they're hungry, they eat. They take time to eat. They're just eating. They're just, you know what I mean? So they're just eating whatever they want. But the eat body takes what it needs and gets rid of it, you know, as opposed to those long periods of time. So anyway, we're, we're taught to really disconnect. When you're young, you're selfish. You're making choices for yourself or whatever. And as you get older, you make, you prioritize other things. And we stop being in tune to what makes us happy, what we need, what we want, what works for us. We go all day long without eating, completely disconnected. We don't drink when we're thirsty, completely disconnect. We don't sleep when we're tired, completely disconnect to the point that your body just stops talking to you and it starts running the show. That's where cravings come from. If you feel like your cravings are out of control, it's because you ain't listening and your body's like, screw this bitch. She ain't listen to us. I'm just going to figure out what we need on our own, <laughs> you know? And so that's what we're trying to reconnect. It can take a little while. It can take a little while. So 
you know, sometimes because of the stuff that you're dealing with, you, you just being disconnected works for you. You know, maybe you can't, it stops you from doing this or going, going there and going to places that you're not ready to deal with. Right. So, so it can be, it can be, uh, it can be a real thing for sure. I had a wonderful Mother's Day weekend and I indulged too much, but back at it today, huge non-scale victory. I left, I actually left something on my plate and threw it out and the world didn't end. Enjoy your week. Yes. Oh gosh. So many of you are going to struggle with this. We talked about this again yesterday with Ruth and Tony and the team about food waste issues. Cause you know, a lot of us, most of us listening are really blessed to not have to really worry about food scarcity and food waste issues, but come from parents who did and through the stories of parents and the scarcity of food and you're going to eat all the food on your plate because people are starving and whatnot. Do you know what I mean? We have this thing where we're really terrified to waste food. But whether you throw it in the garbage or you recycle it or you, you know, whatever or eat it, you're not saving anything by eating food that you don't need. It's not really serving you a purpose. In fact, anything it's working against what you're trying to accomplish. Do you know what I mean? So you're not really doing any good. If you want to get into food waste issues, there's all sorts of programs that you can do and, you know, go to restaurants and grab the food, take it to the food booth. There's some things that you can actually do to make a difference in that. But food waste issues are something that are going to so this is where we're at. I gotta get going. But week three, this is where we, it's, it's so much more than the changes we're gonna be making to the food plan. It's, it's about bringing up issues and associations and awareness. Week three, for example, is such a great week because you've been so routine with the foods that you've been doing that can get a little bored. Like you're just like, ah, oh, this is so bored. Like it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Just to show up and do the things that you need to do and not get excitement from your food and not this or use food for that or use food for that. So if you've ever used for food, for something other than nutritional requirements, which there's nothing wrong with that. And you, you're going to continue to do that after you've lost your weight, but we want to kind of reset that association to it. We want to recognize you're doing it. So you can choose something else, maybe go for a walk rather than eat the sugar or you know what I mean? So this week is all about being in tune to the fact that you do eat whenever you're bored. You do eat when you're stressed. You do try to find joy in your food. And not that you can't enjoy your food, but you shouldn't be getting and relying on joy. Like your joy each day should not, the, oh, the best part of my day just is that chalk piece of chocolate I have in the afternoon. Ow. Your best part of the day should be the fact that you woke up, you know? So this is a great week where we start to bring up the feels. And this is where you want to bring awareness to how you're feeling and turn up the volume on that internal dialogue. There's going to be, you're going to really quickly realize, first of all, if you're a returning member, dive right into that just because you know, that's where you got to go. That's where you got to go. You have the skills to figure it out. That's where you, that's where you got to go. If you're new to the program, we really want to listen to that internal dialogue. That's, that's your ticket for figuring out what you need. The thousands of people running through this program, how you make it individual is by paying attention to your needs. Follow the food plan. Yeah. Make the tweaks. Yeah. But you know what I mean? The, the rest really is you trying to figure out what makes you tick. What do you need to do in order to keep showing up and following through? So this is where the feels start to come up. It's such a cool time uh, in the program, the process. Next week, we're actually going to be messing with portions. We're still not counting. We're not weighing. We're not measuring. We're going by feeling. We're going by feeling, which is why it's so important that you ask those four questions, even if you don't believe in it or uh, try to understand, even if you're like, this is such horseshit. What is this? What kind of woo-hoo-ness is this, right? The, the mind-body connection is real and we base the whole program off of feels because no one should tell you what, when, like how much you should be eating and you can't figure it out by counting and weighing and measuring. You have to be in tune. So when we start messing with portions, this really asking these four questions is really 
really going to come into play. So practice. This is a week where people will come back and be like, I wish I would have taken that week more serious. I see now how it factors in. So make sure you pop into the Facebook support group as many times as you need to be super clear on what you need to do with this. You're, you're really going to be amazed. You're going to be really, really, really amazed. Um, let me scroll down and see if there are any other questions here. Um, my birthday yesterday. Who is that? Hi, Kim. Happy birthday. Um, it's very hard to turn around your thoughts. Uh, it's very hard to turn around your thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. Very hard. Uh, don't matter what the situation is. Yep. Hard work is what it is. Hate the stupid thoughts that go with, uh, go through your head. Yeah. I ate chips yesterday and drank a strong bow and I'm down this morning one pound. That's why. Yes. That's why have the thoughts, have the feels, still do what you need to do because your work will still add up. I love it. But I did get my uh, little niece's finger in the door. I felt so bad. I had a great day. <laughs> I a great day. Let me lose your friends. <laughs> Life is full of feels. It is hard, but you are, you know, I don't like to use the word control. Two words I can't stand using when it comes to dining. Control and moderation. But you are in control of your thoughts. You really, truly are in control of your thoughts. Um, you're not trying to control anything but you are in control, right? Of your thoughts. And this, this takes practice, man. This is like, this is mastering. This is, you know, this is like, this is like trying to master your thoughts. It's no simple feat, but intuition is real. And mind body connection is real. And it's just a matter of practicing. What did I read the, the law of a hundreds? What's the law of a hundreds? That's, that's when you, when you do something for who did that and where you, you, where you do something for a certain number of times Eat 18 minutes a day or something like that. If you do something for 18 minutes a day for a full year, you are better. You will be, you may not be able to go to the Olympics or, you know, win a prize or do those things, but you are better than something like 99% of the people in the world. So it's amazing how good you can get at something just by practicing, you know? Um, I gotta go, you guys. I'm totally, I'm loving this conversation. So excited about this week. Um, Elena McGinn's going to be joining us tomorrow. She's a sleep expert. We're going to talk about, because we've been talking about max. So you still want to be consistent. You still want to maximize while you're being mindful. <laughs> There's a lot of things to do, but it's what's going to happen. It's going to all come together for you. And it's going to all feel like second nature. But in the program, you're going to be juggling a lot of balls and not even really realizing because you're just going to get so used to doing the things and being mindful and being consistent and maximizing your efforts and do all the things. But we're going to talk stress and sleep with Elena again tomorrow. She's an amazing expert. We're so lucky to have her, honestly. Um, so join me tomorrow. We're going to talk to her about how important it is. Now, you may be playing like, I can't, I maxed out. I'm a new mom. I can't get more sleep. You can't get more, but you can get better quality sleep. I have learned so much from her. Some really mind blowing things. Like, did you know, like when you're in the middle of the night, if you wake up, you know, you don't have to sit there and lie there. In fact, you don't want to sit there and lie there and, you know, I stay in your bed. You actually want to get up. You want to do something. Do you know that good sleep isn't always about trying to get to bed early? In fact, like if you're not tired, you shouldn't go to bed early. You should wait until you are tired. Like really cool tidbits like that. So we're going to be talking to Atlanta uh, tomorrow on that. Um, I, if you follow me over on social media, I will be sort of updating our day after what we're doing here at the Obesity Conference. So cool. First of all, I already met Olivia Loser. Um, she was at the conference yesterday. Uh, people already know who we are. We met some people by the pool. We were hanging by the pool yesterday. Uh, people already know who we are. 
mind blown. Uh, really interesting, fascinating conversations. There's definitely, there's a lot of medical people here, um, but there's definitely a place for our program and there's, we definitely fit and it's really exciting. So I'm really excited to bring you um, everything that we've learned and talked about uh, when we get back. Um, we do also have a little site on our website where we put a little bit of um, the um, some of the stuff that we went through that we showed you when our conversation with Ruth. So if you want to check that out, it's over on the, what's it called? Science? No. Our science poster over there. The, the website, stats, called stats. They're over there. Bunch of, I gotta go. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll check in later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.